Hey. Hello. Hey. Hazel. Hi. Igor. Mabel. No, no, no. Don't get up. Don't get up. No, Someone no. will wheel you. One uh, of the uh, barrelies will wheel you. Barrel. Put down the key lime pie. It's too early for that. Get a pillow if you need to, Hazel. I see you there in the back, Stanley. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, you're good, looking, good one, you're Stanley. looking very you're well. Very dapper. No, no, no. Come no. on, listen. Time to listen. I have a feeling Mrs. Merriweather needs to probably, I know you don't feel like it. Helen, but you need to just go to the bathroom. Just go one last time because you, you never know. You're not. They've been instructed not to pause the episode. If everyone's settled, lock the doors, please. And three, two, uno. Tech talk, go. Hey, everybody. Hi. That's Hi. right. We're back. Wow, a huge. <laughs> this is a huge day in tech talk history, folks. Who might be listening in the future? We now have. In our current time period... Listeners. Listeners, we do. Right now, Ted, we have listeners. We have listeners. There are listeners to the show. They're listening right now. I know, it's crazy, it's crazy. My voice is going (gasps) into the eardrums (laughs) of someone else. For the first time in a long time, weeks, who knows, even months, you know, Nushi and Nushi could have just been... You know, figments of our imagination. They could have been. Um, yeah, what's exactly. The, uh, yeah. What's the phrase? What, what does Dr. Schroeder say? They could have been manifestations of our own mental illness. But right, yeah. you, right now, are real. And, and, and sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, hello, my name is Tim. I'm one of your hosts on the podcast that you're listening to right now. Yes, and I doff my fedora to you all, gentlemen and gentle ladies, in the Grey Shades nursing home. My yes. name is Tech Ted. Tech is not my first name, don't worry. My last no. name is Mr. Steiner, Ted Steiner. And uh, I'm respectfully going to take my fedora off and hold it in a very respectful pose uh, in front of me with two hands as I bow slightly to your grace, wisdom, and experience. Yes, and I also, you can imagine me doffing my fedora to you. I don't have my fedora anymore. It was confiscated by Dennis and uh, the right. forces so of that evil. that was part of the mental health plan? Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay, they that's said that's that an absolute me... biased agenda against the fedora. Yeah. I was like, let's see how you like me a week without the fedora. Well, they'll find then out, we'll won't see. They? And let's just say, I don't know how that plant got broke in the room I'm staying in, but it wouldn't have happened if I still had my fedora. Absolutely. That's a fact. For the listeners who are listening in the future, let, let, let's just get you up to speed. So last week, we talked about how our Patreon was finally discovered. Live, it had been existent open, for some Like a tomb. Months. Like an Egyptian tomb. It was rolled back to show treasures exactly. of the old. We got it up and running, and everything was just going smooth as butter, except for the fact that we did not have any listeners to mm-hmm. subscribe to it. Yes. Zero. I mean, we had a few once, and we, then we did a listener appreciation month to try to get more listeners and we lost all of them yes except for one a sort of a cretin named uh, yushi yeah you know how it is you trust people you all you all all know how it is and now you might be asking yourself well so what if you don't have any listeners this is tech that's not why you do it i mean we don't update our phones to get friends no we update them so they're in the most optimized position for running as an effective phone we don't refresh mac rumors 18 times a day because it's popular no. we don't nothing that dads do they do because it's popular lord knows lord everything knows. we do is Very people unpopular. hate it i mean the more we do the more people hate it so why does it matter to us if we don't have listeners well it wouldn't matter to us and we would just keep doing this but there was a teensy little hurdle known as a la familia yes the familia pressure of what are you doing with your time 
that could be otherwise spent gainfully. Going to therapy, getting a job, right. Yeah. It's become increasingly difficult for us to say, well, we have to keep making it because the people are demanding it just because of the fact that they're technically not because they don't technically exist. But then uh, a little angel showed up. And I just want to start out by saying, Darby, you the man. Yeah, Darby, you the big boy. He may be many things. He's a dad. He is a drama queen. He stands too close all the time. Definitely too um, close. Add to that list, Tech Talk savior. He saved Tech Talk. He is. He's Darby is literally the Jesus of Tech Talk. And no offense. No, none taken. You know, he, he's got that hair. Darby, <laughs> I doff my... I mean, I don't have my fedora. It was taken away, but I but I, I doff it to you Darby, symbolically. this is for you. What are you doing? It's a little drink I stole from the cabin. Oh! A La Croix... <laughs> yeah, La Croix. Yes, uh, Stefan drinks them. Uh, it's bad. It tastes awful. How much sugar is in it? Zero calories, zero sweetener, zero sodium. Whoa! Dump innocent. it! Dump it out! 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 I would, but it's my only source of fluid, so um, I'm going to have to push okay. through this one. But it is in honor of Darby, who has come through in a big way for us. Not unlike the fridge came through for me last night when I crept into the cabin. The way it went down, listeners, is... I was hanging out in the Best Buy parking lot with Darby. Ted, was you were there on speakerphone because you're obviously still out at the cabin right now. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to say also that I really respect the fact that even though I can't go to the Best Buy, you always put me on FaceTime and you always put that cutout mini fedora on top of your phone so it's sort of like I'm there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And we were catching up with Darby on the latest Best Buy gossip. Who's up, who's down. Who's come in, who's gone out. Because, of course, we all can't go in. Speculating about the boxes going in and out of the loading dock. Like, oh, that one's flat square. It could yeah. have a flat screen in it. That one's, you know, also square. It could yeah. have a Blu-ray player in it. That Dyson one's stick. Uh, Probably needs some square. new ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're all square. And then somewhere along the line, Darby starts talking about how his mom got checked into a nursing home because, well, she's old. That's where they go. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Ted. I wasn't listening. I was doing Sudoku. But suddenly, something dawned on me. Mm -hmm. You and I had just been talking about the fact that we need, desperately need listeners because we have a lot of expenses More to pay anything. back. Because we have to pay back Sarah for the cabin and the chair and the princess yeah. die plates. We have and to pay back Dennis for the fines. Nordic furniture. Yeah. We have to pay back. Well, we're still paying back Tom DeLatom, obviously. And anyway... Darby is talking about how his mom is going to this nursing home. Yeah. He kept saying, you know, they just lock them up there. It's basically like they forget about them. People force them to do things all day. Yeah. And yeah. I think it was you who said it first, Ted. I just thought to myself and I thought out loud, well, if they got nothing to do all day, we can make them listen to Tech Talk. Exactly. And... Darby, in his classic way, was like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't... And we were yeah. like, Darby, just do it. Just do it. And the other thing, too, is this is where it pays to have collateral on your best friends. Yep. Leaning on Darby is something we've done for a long time. You know, shout out, Darby. Yeah. We know your secrets, and we know yeah. we've filmed a few of them, and... We're not afraid and of we, you. We instigated a few of them. But it's kind of for your own good. You know, there's something in the tech world we call leverage. Yeah, it's business. And as we sort of reminded Darby, he's been a party to a number of things that I think the police would be interested to know about. Wouldn't they just? And that's, I'm yeah. just saying that's in our hands, but also like we wouldn't do it, but you know. It's just in our hands. That's reality. That's business. Yep. 
And it doesn't, here's the thing I've learned from Cousin Josh, it doesn't matter if it was your idea to let the air out of so-and-so's tires or to dress up as a cable inspector guy and go into someone's house and put dog number two in the basement. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you thought it up or not, if you were a party to it and you didn't stop it, you you are technically guilty. Yeah, guiltier than whoever did it because you didn't tell anyone at that specific moment, which is the clencher. Yeah. That's verified by our lawyer, Cousin Josh. Yes, and also we know what you did to the showgirls Blu-ray at the Best Buy. So Yeah, we do, actually. All that to say, Darby very quickly saw the light. He came around to our and- point. Yeah. <laughs> And shout out to Darby. He's a really, really nice Great guy. Great guy, and, um, Darby Sullivan. DS. The big D. Here's the situation. Darby, because he has uh, access to his own mother, uh, shout out, hope you make it. Yeah. He also has an in with the facility there. And because he is a bit of a tech dad, he has volunteered his time with a little nudging for us to be the tech go-to on-the-spot man for all the facility's needs. He's constantly fielding their stupid complaints about how they can't get their TV remotes to work, how they can't get the light switch to work, how they don't know why they have to use a smartphone when they liked their old phone fine. Right. I mean, he's constantly in there just making sure the printers have the correct firmware updates so they don't print anything untoward because that can cause a heart attack in an old person that would die. Sudden death. Yeah. So, you know, Darby uh, went in and went room to room and he told them that he would figure out how to get their smartphones to stop making phone calls that they didn't want to make. And when he did, he just so happened to go to the podcasting app and after 20 to 30 minutes, find the Tech Talk podcast Mm -hmm. and subscribe. Yep. Fast forward to all 80 residents of Grey Shades Nursing Home right now gathered in the rec room listening to this show. Yep. Wow. To the people in the future who are imagining, like, how did Tech Talk go from a show with no listeners to being the show that saved the world? Today is that day. This is where the resistance begins. You might say to yourself, well, who cares? It's a bunch of old people. Literally, who cares about them? But old people in nursing homes have families. Now, they only come once a month or if there's like a problem with billing or something. Mm-hmm. However, they also know nurses. Doctors, doctors. The person who sends the bingo cards. The person who comes to play music that they don't want to listen to. The person who sells the instant lottery scratch tickets. Nerds who are trying to get into good colleges and so they come once a month and pretend to listen to you. They know tax collectors. Precious moments salesmen. The man at the cafe who rolls their eyes when they order three french fries. And you know, eventually they know morticians, funeral directors, grave diggers. Mm-hmm. So from here on out, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. It's smooth sailing and we couldn't have done it without you. Darby, you big, beautiful, close-talking, long-haired ghoul of a man. Yes. Yep. What's so nice is I can go to the Gray Shades Nursing Home website. I can look at the list of all the inmates there and I can see their faces and their names and I can... Talk to them because Nushi and Yushi, who are our previous two listeners, who I think they died in a boating accident. I think they died riding bird scooters around Brooklyn. I think they crashed into each other and their heads fell off. I think it's possible that they flew into the canal and got eaten up by acid. Yeah. You know, they served us well briefly, except they never gave us their real names or address, their bank information, anything like that that normal dads share. And so it was impossible to really visualize them. Yeah. They did a lot of work for us, like writing questions and, and coordinating stuff. 
stuff and they actually did take that part of the job seriously but that's like a minimum i have to say yeah but now we're in a new territory because out with two in with 82 years old i guess i just want to say first of all thank you so much Yes, thank you. We respect you. Now I'm talking to the to the inmates here. We respect your generation, greatest generation ever was. You lived through the stupidest time to be alive. You lived in the in a ungodly time of no tech. Absolute dog ass time. If I had been alive at that time, I would have caved myself, probably. Absolutely would have caved myself. I'm so in awe of how you guys managed to just get through an entire weekend by hitting a dog s with a stick or rolling one of your friends down a hill going into a war yeah i guess they just didn't know any better no i mean context is key right so if you don't grow up knowing that there are such things as smartphones computers steve jobs netflix netflix musk mars Mars, uh, cars uh, internet television radio spacex um, itunes ipod ipod touch ipad air yeah if you don't know any of that stuff and someone says oh you're gonna go off and and fight the austro-hungarian empire you're probably just gonna be like yeah okay cool that sounds fun like all i'm doing is sitting around on like a round knit carpet in the living room staring at an old radio anyway yeah exactly there's a great saying i saw on a pillow once which is you know if a lion could talk we wouldn't be able to understand him yeah and i think that's kind of how it is which is like these with these people don't listen if you're sensitive to this i mean they probably can't hear anything anyway but if you're sensitive three two one don't listen now if the orderlies maybe want to just put the gramophone on yeah for 20 seconds we're going to say some stuff they might not want to hear yeah i think that probably they're like animal like they their brains probably part of the reason they're probably so boring to talk to and hard to follow is because their brain was shaped in the age of the spinning wheel, and then all of, now they're in the age of the Tesla wheel. Yeah, exactly. They lived through the Spanish flu pandemic without Apple Fitness. They probably didn't even know there was a flu going on because they didn't have a smart watch telling them that they had oxygen in their blood. Exactly. Like, they come from the era where the most important thing that would happen to you your entire adult life would be someone would come to town who was really, really tall. And you would go see them at the train station. throw rocks at them or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, orderlies, if you could turn the gramophone off now, we're ready to talk to them again. I've prepared myself. Unplug your ears. Helen, Ruth, everyone. Eyes front. Yeah, Beryl, eyes up front. Um, Okay, great. Well, so this is Tech Talk. That's Welcome right. to your life. Welcome to your new life. Uh, every Wednesday and Thursday or and Thursday, Friday. Sometimes Friday. Every week we talk about the latest tech tips, tricks, and sometimes even gossip in the yeah. world of tech. Yeah. And we know that you're going to love it because you don't have a choice. Now, it occurs to me that you're coming in 40 episodes into the show. Yeah. And a lot has happened in that 40 episodes. We don't talk about our personal lives really at all. We mostly talk about tech and news you can use and stuff that I think is pretty self-explanatory. But there are characters and people in our lives who are important if only for you to keep track of who you should be hating and who you should be supporting. Yes, exactly. At any given time. Yeah. Now, I would love it if everyone at Gray Shades, I'm talking Charles, Doris, Marie, Barbara, Henry, Arthur. I would love it if they all went back and listened to all 40 or so episodes. However, if I'm being realistic, that's not going to happen for two reasons. One, obviously, they're in a nursing home. I mean, they're old. So yep. I don't know how much time we have. But two, I have no idea how to actually find those episodes. Yeah, they're kind of in a in a mystery box hidden somewhere. They're uh, in, in the in... podcasting app somewhere. Right, which is indecipherable. So what we want to do with this episode is a little bring you up to speed. I guess you could call it the um, Tech Talk 
user's manual. This is Ooh, like when you I like that. get yeah. a iPad and the first thing you do, you read that user's manual. Yeah, exactly like that. Or you could also see it like, uh, I know you people in the nursing home there must definitely, like me, watch a lot of anime, Japanese cartoons. And I'm, I'm willing to bet you, like me, also know that the greatest episodes of any anime series are the fillers. They're the recap episodes where they recycle old animation rather than put out a whole new one at, at high cost to the Korean animators who have to put it together. And that's what we're going to do. So gather round the circus clowns. And, and I do imagine us like clowns because that's something close to our heart that we'll you're get to about that. to hear about we'll get soon. To that. As we explain to you everything you need to know about Tech Talk. So far. So far. I'm going to actually put in a little Tech Talk recap fanfare sound right now. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. That's great. Cost me $45. It's well spent. So we're going to run through, fill you in, but don't worry, this is not just going to be a recap show. We're also going to be peppering this show with tips, tricks, updates, and the kind of stuff you have come to love from, well, you haven't, you don't know us yet, but you're people in the future it. who have gone back and listened, you're about to love it. Yep. Okay, so let's start with uh, a little bit about us. Our lives are not that interesting. My name is Tech Tim. I'm divorced dad, tech expert, level two, not level one. I'm not Elon. I'm not Steve. I'm not pretending to be. I'm friends with them. Uh, I love classic rock, obviously Clapton, Doobie, Steely. I don't like the birds. They're weird, but I like the individual members of the birds. I also like hanging out with my best friend, Ted. I like going to the Best Buy. I, I like having fun. Let's see. Used to live in a house, which was cool. That ended up collapsing, uh, being torn down, collapsing kind of all at once. Well, I, so I, I tried to build an Apple store in the house. Yes. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. well, Ted had moved into the house when the Karamni virus started because Ted was having a hard time at his house. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah. He and I had a really cool time together. We created something called the Tech Bunker that we shouldn't really talk about too much. It did lead to a sort of um, mental... Uh, Breakdown. Yeah, just classic dad. Classic you know, stuff. Ah, Very average. Someone press control, delete. And then Ted, uh, Ted got called back to his house for his own mental health. And I was in my house. And then I decided to turn it into an Apple store, which went pretty well. Except for the fact that I ended up kind of just destroying my living room. Oh, then the animals. I had a lot of animals in my house. Yeah, the smart At least lock. one cat, ducks. Yeah, so I had a smart lock on my house. And for you elderly listeners, a smart lock is kind of like, um, I guess for you, it would be like a, a big lollipop that you get from the five and dime. It's a really cool piece of technology that allows you to lock and unlock your door with your smartphone. It's amazing. It doesn't really work ever. And it just locked and unlocked completely at random. So... A cat and then a bunch of other animals got in my house. The cat, they all kind of, they took over. I got yep. driven into the into my little control center slash home office. And then, uh, blah, blah, yada, 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 the house basically collapsed. Yeah. Which was good timing because I decided to see America. I used some money that I got from Ted's uncle, which we'll talk about him later. Bought a six-wheel motorcycle. Saw America. It was amazing. Things are going great. I saw, you know, the beautiful men and women, dads, babies, mommies, everyone who makes up this country. They all wanted to K, kill me. At the end of this trip, this culminated in a giant battle with Ted. And uh, yeah, now I'm back living at my ex-wife's house. Well, my ex-wife's boyfriend's house. So my ex-wife's boyfriend's mother's 
his mother's RIP, she died. I don't know if any of you knew her. I'm living in her apartment now, and I'm on close watch for my own well-being. I got a son named Corey. Love him to death. P.O.S. Just kidding. Just kidding. I do love him, and he is a P.O.S. I mean, he acts like one. It's Well, I always say, it's not who you are, it's what you do. And what he does is, is make terrible, terrible rap hateful music. He has a very popular SoundCloud account. He's featured on, I mean, none of you folks would know these names, but he he's featured on tracks by Little Pee Pee Shooter, Little Murder, Slap My Dad Up, Little Porpoise, Drowning Dads, Little Dung Bat, Stank Button, Little Squirter, Little House, Little Dank Hole, 666 Time, Little Murder Bucket, DJ Wiener Kick, Baby. This one is just two dashes and then an emoji of the eggplant, which uh, for old people listening, eggplant emoji represents testicles. DJ Groin. Proud to death of him. Proud yeah. to death of him. I mean, I don't like what he's doing and I've called the police, but there's say there's nothing he they can do, which surprises me because since when is just saying things not a reason to have the police call on you? Because you and I have had the police call on us many times for things oh. we've said to um, various tech experts and people. Yeah. Yeah. And so Corey, I mean, shout out Corey, love him and, you know, hope he fails at what he's doing right now just so he can get on the track towards better things. He doesn't wear a fedora. He doesn't like tech. I tried to show him pictures of Steve Jobs as a baby okay. thinking that that would maybe okay, get in into his brain in time and I didn't I failed I failed and I'm living with the repercussions of that every single day of my miserable life yes and Grace is my uh, wife ex-wife you know where did things go wrong her cousin moved in turned out it wasn't her cousin it was uh, well Dennis now we know her current boyfriend shout out Dennis um, huge POS always treats me like an idiot and I hate him um, also has been very kind to me. He's a professor, really into house music. And, you know, to his credit, the relationship was, I now know, not doing so great when he moved in. I guess the worst thing I did in our relationship was we went to the Robert Frost house, and I guess I said it was boring, and I guess I drove the car into the house. I think that was it. If she could just get over that, I'm uh, sure I mean, everything else would fall into like, place. I can promise you right now, I will never again crash the car into the Robert Frost house. And I'm not going to change anything else. I'm yeah. not going to spend less time no, on my iPad. Shouldn't. I'm not going to yeah. spend less time doing tech talk. Yeah. And I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm going to get her back. Love of my life. And I'd do anything for her. A shout out, Grace. Yeah, I love you. Um, and uh, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, so that's that's me. And of course, here in the other corner is uh, my best friend, Tech Ted. Uh, konnichiwa, elderly friends. Uh, gather around as I tell you my name. It is Tech Ted. I'm best friend to Tech Tim. I'm co-host of the Tech Talk podcast. My interests include uh, the great island nation of Nippon, samurai culture, samurai castles. It's okay. We're not at war with Japan anymore. So it's okay to venerate mm. and celebrate their culture. I just want you to know that. That's news you can use. Yep, that's news you can use. I am one such Father Weebu. That's a term of endearment. It's a Japanese term of endearment. I don't know what it means exactly. I can't translate that for you exactly, but I know that it, it's good. Oh, geez. I have been a diligent and wonderful, very respectful and present partner to my wonderful and beautiful partner, Sarah. Shout out, Sarah. Who does some form of business. I, I don't know. It could be acquisitions. She works with companies that are like buying other companies or something like that. Or maybe it's oil. Who knows? She and I have had a wonderful life together that is that is going to get back on the tracks. I know it. I know it in my heart. It's absolutely. Uh, it's going to be fine. Tim mentioned that we had a battle at the cabin. Uh, yeah. The cabin is Sarah's ancestral home passed down through generations of her family. Shout out generations. Shout out generations. RAP. The cabin got effed, not our fault, by a rampaging pack of 
very angry dads. And uh, that sort of sparked, I guess, a bit of a um, an exile, you could say, for me. I am currently living in a broken-down Prius. I'm a father to an ungrateful a stepson called Emmett, who I did not choose, but take the role very seriously. I take the role very seriously. He does not. You're a hero. You're. A, I mean, honestly, you're a hero. Thank you. Um, I am, I guess, in a way, Emmett's muse. That's a nice way to think of it. Not in the way I want. Emmett does have a very popular um, uh, TikTok account called uh, Clown Daddy Takedown, in which he, to use the word pranks, would probably be a little too soft, but he pranks uh, me in, while I'm trying to uh, learn clowning. And I, sh- I just want to throw in that, you know, when we talk about clowning, we're not talking about circus clowning. We're not talking about the little wind-up clowns you all keep in your cells. We're talking about clowning for parenting and for trauma recovery. It's a powerful form of clowning that allows fathers primarily to get in touch with their feelings and help heal the rifts in their families via the power of squeaky noses, oversized pants, seltzer bottles, tiny cars, tiny unicycles, flowers. Flowers that squirt water Soft in mallets, angry faces. flowers that squirt. Yeah. And of course, powerful voices that allow dads to get in touch with the side of themselves that society often tells them to keep locked up and shove it down deep. Yep. So you're welcome. <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Sorry to cut you off there, Ted. I just wanted to make sure that got put out there. And I should just say, and my son, Corey, has also turned my uh, tragedy into humor with his viral hit sensation, My Dad Cried at the Zoo, which is a song he wrote based on the experience we had last year at Father's Day. And I don't want to talk about that anymore. Great. Emmett is uh, currently spending a bit of time with my partner, Sarah's Dance instructor, masseuse. Yes, Stefan is Sarah's um, live-in masseuse and ballroom dance instructor. Live-in now because I guess... Their project has just gotten so developed. Yeah, they must be practicing a lot behind closed doors. He helped clean up after the battle uh, very vigorously and without a shirt on, which... I mean, it was a little show-offy, but it was effective. It was effective. Everyone else seemed to like it a lot. I mean, objectively, I mean, he's a very attractive man, very muscular, very hairless. You guys don't know uh, Magic Michael. Yeah, he's a lot like, um, well, who's a really hot man? Like a thinner W.C. Fields. Like Ronald Reagan. Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly yeah, it. Except young. Except young, like when he was like 50. Yeah. Like Ronald Reagan's face on Stockard Channing's body. Exactly. At the moment, he has, a, I guess he's doing a bit of gardening right now. I can see him out mm-hmm. there with a mm-hmm. rake. Oh, there's Sarah. Yeah, she's hosing. The garden? <laughs> no, she just hosed him a bit. I'm sure it was because he goofed <laughs> up. He did something wrong. That's Sarah. Embarrassing. You know, she, yeah, she, oh, she's yeah, probably She's going to tire him. of him quickly. Yeah. Is she frowning? No, uh, she's laughing. Anyway, I believe there's a, d- there's a deep spiritual soulful side to me that is completely under-acknowledged and not celebrated enough. I've been spending a lot of time getting to know the woods, going on vision quest walks. I've been doing a lot more sweat lodge ceremonies. And of course, you know, one of the deeper ways I've been connecting with my own spirituality is to embrace the culture of the waves. Yeah, mahalo. Yeah, mahalo. And to respect it by not surfing, because I wouldn't be that stupid to actually go surfing, but I would be wise enough to uh, one day dream of being that guy on the jet ski that tows the surface to the big ones and being part of the culture, you know, sing their songs, get to know them, understand their slang, have them respect me as a sort of elderly beach-sitting father who they go to when their phones don't work. When they're like, Ted, oh, I don't know how to get the eBay app to stop buying stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and I'll be like, 
hey, pig dog, sit down next to me. I want to teach you how to reset your phone. You go up, down, and then press the side. That's going to do a hard reboot. And he's like, oh, Mahalo, dude, you're so cool. Yeah. And I'll be like, yes. Uh, so that's basically my life in a nutshell. I don't like to scroll back much further than we have to talk about my father, Gerald, and my upbringing on the seas. Yeah, I mean, my dad, I mean, what is there to say? Traveling preacher slash other stuff. Don't really talk to him anymore because he uh, is he uh, is D. He's dead. He died. He died. And uh, that's good. And Ted, your dad. I don't want to talk about it. Ted got thrown in the water. I mean, I just, I don't want to be cryptic for these old people because they probably have a hard enough time following okay, things yeah, as I it is. I was thrown in the water uh, But you got thrown in the water a lot. Yep. That's all it boils down to is your dad threw you in the water a lot yeah they called me the brine boy yeah chum they called me but the beautiful thing is you've worked through that in part because of your relationship to surfing in the sea exactly the sea is benevolent and it's there to be conquered by jet skis yes i mean and very similarly i will sometimes go to the bookstore and buy some of my dad's books and tear the pages out and flush them down the toilet at the bookstore well yeah um, that's fair enough just it's called closure okay and this is something that a lot of you in the old folks home if any of you were pos parents you should apologize to your adult sons now right now because otherwise they're just going to come get your books after your d which is you know yeah i mean you're in a nursing home and I otherwise draw, i don't gotta spell it out for you if you don't do that we're gonna have to do it ourselves with vr we're gonna have to cradle baby versions of you in a vr headset and forgive you through the power of vr and if any of you all know gerald just from old people stuff like just let him know yeah you know that um let him know i need some money he should call Ted. He really, if any of you know Gerald, he should call Ted. So that's us in a bit of so a big us. tech nutshell. Before we move on, let's just do a little updates roundup. Yeah, let's do it. So new in the world of tech this week, uh, Twitter has a new feature now that makes it more like Instagram and Instagram doesn't work anymore. Yep. Yeah, Instagram is kind of unusable. When I click on a video... Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to watch the longer version of it, not the one in the feed. It just opens a new thing that stops playing it anyway at that point and starts playing me a completely unrelated video straight after I can't actually open it and watch the whole thing. Yeah, they did a cool thing where the buttons all just got moved to different places. Yep. So you have a sort of muscle memory of clicking the button. Well, now when you click that button, it tries to make you buy things. And if you want to make a post, you can't. Yeah, it's done. Okay, let's move on. I think now we need to talk about the people who are absolutely most important to us. Inner Circle, Craig Linguini. Yeah. Rest in peace. He... How to describe Craig. He's our best friend. He's our best friend. He has beautiful gray hair. He has a very calming voice. He's got a, a young man's frame. Beautiful blue button-up shirts. We met him at the WWDC event last spring. Yeah. You can actually hear that in uh, the bonus 12, the WWDC live stream extravaganza. He was the vice president of, I don't know, iPhones or something like that. Yeah. It's just one of those things where we clicked. It's like in Romeo minus Juliet when their eyes meet through the fish tank. Exactly. And like I saw him on the screen and you saw him on the screen and you were just, it was just like, boom. In the space of a few sentences, he managed to soothe all our father's worries oh. and also titillate and excite us for the products coming out. And like Romeo minus Julia, it was not meant to be. Um, no. It was a love forbidden, a platonic male friendship love that was forbidden. He was too beautiful for this world. And we learned in the Apple September event that he had 
indeed been murdered by Tim Cook, the current president of Apple, in his version of The Hungry Games, which they've set up at the Apple headquarters. All right, let's talk Tim. Shout Tim out Tim. Cook. We, Tim the Terrier Cook. Current president of Apple. He is... Doesn't know a good deal when he sees one. He does not. He is the arbiter and guardian of Steve Jobs' will. Steve, obviously, is, I mean... <laughs> Well, what to Look, say? You know, tech genius, uh, father figure one. to all fathers, created the greatest technology ever invented, the iPhone, followed by the iPad, MacBook, MacBook Pro, iMac, iPad Air, App Store. Also makes a really wonderful, sexy costume. If uh, any of you, if, I don't, you shouldn't, yeah. Yeah. So basically, Steve came along and shone a light into the hearts and minds of all fathers everywhere and said, Blessed unto you, I give you this apple, bite of it, and you shall see the tech of the future. And we did. We all did. And like the tree in the garden, everything was good after that. Yep. And everything would be good now. We wouldn't have this crab marina virus. Or we wouldn't have any politics. We wouldn't have anything except for the fact that Steve, uh, don't make me say it, yeah. um, he peed, uh, passed nine years ago. Yep. And the world would be in shambles, except for the fact that he left the world all the information we need to survive in his will. Yes. So people people often like to say to us, that's inappropriate, that's someone's life you're talking about, that's... That's a conspiracy that's theory. That's a conspiracy you theory. You have no way of proving that. It's an unfalsifiable claim. And to that we say, well... Grady's cousin, Grady's saw, cousin it. saw it at the Best Buy in Milwaukee. And Grady's cousin used to be a pro basketball player. So, yeah. You might be asking yourself, old people, where's my family? Just kidding. You might be asking yourself, if the will is so great, why am I so old? Why hasn't aging been cured? Why can't my smartphone play podcast? Well, the answer is Tim Cook. Yeah, it is. And when you look into his tiny, beady little coal black eyes of the terrier god yipping inside of him, you know, we all know, we see it. That information is being suppressed. He has it. And he's selling chunks of it off day by day to different tech entrepreneurs around the world and when i say tech entrepreneurs I actually mean bill bill gates i don't want to say much about him bill gates head of microsoft the devil or at least in, he knows the devil yeah makes s computers ted bought one once and betrayed me and stabbed me in the back but i, I forgive him for it uh, uh yeah, sorry ted just want to get out there slight amendment to that nope. uh, note there it was a borrowage nope. i did borrow it no uh, no, I didn't Ted, pay money. You're lying, you're all, again, you, you it's not your that? fault. It's Bill's. You, listen to, for the lie. Listen for the lie in my voice and see if you can pick it. I'm using an iPhone. Did I can't because I can't see you. I, you know my voice. You know what my face is doing when, when my voice goes. Listen to it again. Am I lying to you? I am talking to you on an iPhone. Tell me if okay. I'm okay. lying. Okay, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. You're not lying. You're not lying. <sighs> okay. I mean, look, let, let's just be clear. Apple still makes the best products that you can buy. Absolutely. Um, they're a $2 trillion nothing company. Nothing wrong with them. They're perfect. They're perfect. I personally have purchased nine iPhones this year alone. Yeah. I've and they've all worked great for four. as long as they've lasted. And there's a thing that we like to say on this show, and people say it on the internet too. There's a whole community. We like to say release the will. And that's just a grassroots movement that we're a part of, which uh, earnestly believes that if the will were released, everything bad in the world would be good again. Yes. And all of our problems would go away. Our wives would get back together with us. Obviously, our sons would straighten up. Fedoras on their heads. Goes without saying there'd be no virus. There'd be no aging, probably. You all would be young and beautiful like you were and like you will again be one day in the afterlife also if the will were released we would be able to get high definition blu-ray copies of the original star wars trilogy without the special edition stuff added in yes 
if the wheel were released, we wouldn't just have dark mode. Uh, we would also have a gray mode for people who find dark mode a little too Keith Ledger Joker-like, if you will. Yeah, and you old folks probably don't know about dark mode or Keith Ledger. Dark mode is a setting on the iPhone. It came around in iOS 13 appropriately. It actually will turn good, honest dads into criminals. It's part of what led Ted and I to have our little mental uh, issues in the bunker. Keith Ledger played the Joker in The Dark Knight Rises again, which is a Batman movie. It's a lot like Gone with the Wind. Plus the Wizard of Oz, plus that one where the train drives through the screen and everyone freaked out because they were too dumb to know it was a fake train. Plus 1920s Nosferatu. And then Keith Ledger, in that film, R.I.P., he did go insane from playing the Joker man as immortalized in his famous line in the film where he says, I'm the Joker now. I mean, I can't do the I can't do the voice. I'm the Joker now. I'm the Joker now. Yeah, he has that. Tim, I just had an amazing idea. What, what? I'm the Joker again. Okay, that that actually leads us to something else we should talk about here. So Ted and I aren't just tech experts and dad experts, experts of being fathers. We're also kind of creative geniuses, I want to say. We're Imagineers. And we have a number of stews on the pot right now. What Ted was referring to there is we're currently working on a sequel to the uh, film Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. You know, Lord of the Rings 1, Fellowship of the Ring, Lord of the Rings 2, The Two Towers, Lord of the Rings 3, Return of the King. Well... Lord of the Rings 4. 4. The wrong the wrong ring. ring. Basically, at the end of Lord of the Rings 3, what happens? The boat sails away into the gray undying lands. You guys might like that. The start of Lord of the Rings 4, our posited movie, the boat turns around. Yep. Gandalf and Frodo get off. Gandalf does a flip. Lands in front of the surprised hobbits. They say, Gandalf, you're back. And he, he goes, it was the wrong ring, you fools. And they have to do it all again. Yeah, yeah. They sort of facepalm. And- They're like, oh, no. And Frodo sort of, his eyes roll back and, and he pees his J's again. And then, you know, the from there, really, we get all the best bits of all three movies, except more. Battle of Helm's Deep, again, but again. it's deeper this time. The stuff with the Ents, again. But this time, they're way bigger yeah, in Lord of the yeah, Rings yeah. 4. They're like, like trees. And they see Treebeard and they're like, Treebeard, you've gotten so much bigger. And he's like, yes. Yeah, so they go to Rohan. This time it's on a hill that's twice as tall. Later is the hour in which this conjurer chooses to appear again. Rohan's fallen again because Wormtug came back. Uh, he didn't die when he fell off the cliff or whatever happened, he uh, he came back and he, he tricked Thaden again. And Thaden's like a POS again. So he, Gandalf has to free him again. You have no place here, bigger Gandalf Greyhelm. Also, all the stuff with Aragorn and the elf woman is also cut. Yeah, we took that out. I think that's probably best for everyone. And uh, Gollum's voice has changed to sound more like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, we're still in talks. I, I, our dream is obviously to get Mark Zuckerberg and Tim Cook. Well, so we want to get all the tech giants in the movie because they have the money to finance it. And we'd obviously have to give them roles. So Tim Cook could be Wormtongue and, and obviously Mark the Squid could be... Gollum. Could be Gollum. Mark Zuckerberg, by the way, just to throw this in there, Mark Zuckerberg, he's the president of Facebook, super cool guy, wears a hoodie, looks like a squid. Yeah. Um, needs to be kept wet. He's got... Big, big, dark eyeballs like a squid. They see in the dark, they see through your soul, and they communicate with nether realms. That's according to the Gradynomicon. That's not my words. That's the Gradynomicon. (sighs) Right. We'll get to the Gradynomicon in a second. Well, yeah, speaking of words of fiction, yeah. So, you know, Lord of the Rings 4, we're working on it right now. It's going to be coming soon. Again, I mean, I'm trying to get in touch with Enya's people, but her email address isn't anywhere online. You know who sounds a bit like Enya, but would be even better for Lord of the Rings 4? Grime. 
grime. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Yeah. So instead of may it be, it would be may it be. Instead of may it be, the title of the song would be like arrow sign quotation mark heart. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of our projects, creative projects. I'm also working on a TV show. It's called Just Us Dads or Army of One. It's about a dad. His name is Tim uh, uh, Taylor. And, um, you know, he just gets abandoned by everyone in his life except for his best friend, Ted. Tom. Or Tom. Yeah. Um, it's a comedy and it's mostly speeches. A lot of long, long soliloquies and speeches. Yeah. So, like, a, a classic scene is when, like, he comes in from working at the Best Buy. He's a, he works for the Geek Squad there and he comes in. He's like, like, boy, am I tired. This guy Randy died at work today, and I had to bury him. I can't wait to have a nice drink of milk. He opens the fridge, and he looks. The milk is gone. And he, yeah. he turns to the camera, and he goes, 404 not found. Yeah. And then he gives a long speech. He calls everyone in, and he talks about how, you know, when he comes home from work, he expects there to be milk, and he's really upset and disappointed, and they all apologize to him. It's good. It's really good. So that's kind of what I'm working on. I'm also a, a songwriter. Yes, very, very successfully so. What, in terms of creative output? Not yeah, listeners. not in terms of people listening. No, no. not not at all. Um, I wrote a song a little while ago called I Want to Meet Steve. It's a classic song about being excited to die and go see Steve in heaven, something we've both talked a lot about. Yeah. You can listen to it on Spotify if you know how to download the app. You can listen to it on Apple. Well, you can't listen to it on Apple Music, but you can look at it on Apple Music. Apple Music doesn't play music. No. And what I recommend is if you are deaf... Mm-hmm. Maybe just at night when you're not using your hearing aids, just put the song to play all night on loop and you'd be doing a huge favor for me. Great work on the analytics. Because um, I owe a yeah. lot of money. I've written a bunch of other songs too. I Dream of Steve, Roll On Steve, Dads Are the World, I Never Cried at the Zoo, Diet Coke No More, iPad Party. Ground Control to Major Dad. I Wish the Whole World Were Dads. 321 Dad Time. Greatest Dad in the World. Oh, I have sort of a prog rock opera one that's mostly instrumental called Symphony for a Dad, parentheses, 2185 prologue. And also a song called Space Dad that doesn't count, and I didn't mean to write it, and it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ted is a poet. Yes, I do write the poetry. I'm a master of verse and prose, and I love to weave truths together into a harmonious whole that, that titillates the ear. Do you have one on hand, like just even a short one you could do really quick? I could uh, recite a poem uh, that I wrote, imagining what it would be like to have existed in their time. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Okay. Uh, really quick before you start, Ted, what kind of music would you like underneath this? Old circus music. Okay. Three, two, one. Step up, step up, gather round. It's the poet man's in town. He cracks his whip, and you all take a sip of the poet cup. It's profound. Have a nice time, and enjoy the rhyme. For the poet man makes sound. Sound that you hear through your ear. It's a nice time all round. I'm working on rhyming, can you tell? No, I can tell. This is great. Stippity step up to the plate, old lady. It's your fate to listen to me and to D before you D for some inspiration to take mm. with thee up to he, Steve. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Wow. I, I mean, I, I'm not at gray shades right now. Thank God. Never going. But if I were, I would feel transported to the olden days. I would feel like I were there in a, a little sailor suit with a giant lollipop and a hat with like a 
tail hanging. I guess I'm describing Donald Duck. I think spiritually Donald Duck is very close to you in a way. Thank you so much. Okay, let's move on to the rest of our inner circle. Elon Musk, you probably already know. Yeah, definitely already know who Elon Musk is. There's not a lot to explain there. Imagineer, futurist, rocket dad. I want to say your generation, it might have been like... Charles Lindbergh or like a monkey who's smoking a cigar on roller skates. But like Howard Huge. Oh, yeah. that he doesn't pee in a J jar. No, not as far as we know. And if he does, I'm sure he has a good reason to do it. He's that times times affinity. And as the father of the future, Elon has given all dads, he's given all dads hope that we can transcend this planet, this world, our bodies, and that this reality that we're in is just a uh, stinky poo-poo waiting to just flush gone. Flush, flush. Yep. Exciting news about Elon recently is he did invent a chip that can make a pig a better pig. And we believe that it can eventually make a dad a better dad. Yeah. And if we did have the chip, we would be able to hover off our feet and play Steely Dan out of our open mouths. And he actually just announced today that he is planning when he does colonize Mars, which is happening pretty soon, I think, Mars will not have to follow Earth's laws. Right, yeah. Imagine if you didn't have any laws. Can you imagine it? Well, no, I mean, he's, I can imagine that, and I can also believe that it would go to S. What I love to imagine is that Elon would write all the laws. That's the thing. I think there would be laws, but they just wouldn't be the stupid laws now about, like, how many times you can call someone or how many times you can report a rival podcast and have right, it right, taken yeah. down by the FBI. The laws would be laws that made sense, like only epic memes yeah you're not allowed to criticize elon yeah that's a big one and i i just would if i could live on mars and elon wrote all the laws nothing would stop me from being the best citizen of all time whatever he no. said to do honestly if, if it was even to like case someone or put him in the airlock and flush him out even if it was my own family hypothetically well, I mean, if they, they had would, broken they, the laws, if, if they, they had broken the laws, right. you if, wouldn't do yeah. it if they had done nothing wrong. No, but you I, trust, be, I yeah. trust Elon's laws is 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 the point yeah. of, of that sentence. Like if Stefan hadn't smiled big enough when Elon came on TV, you would report him. Right. Yeah. Because you're a good citizen. Exactly. And I'd say, you know, it's time to flush, flush. Yeah. Gone. So Elon Musk, uh, yeah, he's going to be the emperor of Mars. He's married to a young person named Grime, who is a musician. Very cool music that you guys will love. And she's also a bit of an inventor. She actually just recently invented a new app for singing to babies. And if dads use it, it will drive them insane. Mad. Yep. And they are in the possession of um, sort of a, a Paul Atreides sort of character, a son the son of our, our all our lives. I wish he was my son in a way he is. Zaya 12. I mean, it's spelled X-A-I-E. It's Zaya 12 is how you say that. And they often, when they're doing things, travel around in a pyramid, one on top of each other's shoulders. Yeah. So that's kind of our inner circle. And I just want to maybe give a quick instruction here to the orderlies. If there's any old folks who are dozing, maybe give them a, a shake prod. or someone blow an air horn or something to wake them up. Okay, let's move to the next circle out. You old folks probably have people that you get along with that you might play bingo with that you might watch MacGyver with, and then you might have other people who you have a little, I don't know, you might run your wheelchair into them or try to push them down some stairs. Maybe back in the olden days, you both fought over a horse. Yes, and the horse ended up getting cooked and eaten in a stew that you both had at a carnival. Uh, and even then, while you're munching down on the horse stew, 
as you're both eating it, you never really got over it. You never forgot. You never forgot. Yeah. We have that too. And that's in the form of our frenemies and friend, friend, friendlies. Couldn't have said it better myself. I'm talking about Darby, Grady, Marvin, Randy, basically the whole Best Buy crew. Yeah. I don't know if the old folks have ever been to a Best Buy. It might have been built after you were already infirm. Best Buy is kind of like what for you would have been... Like when you used to go to the store, it was a butcher shop, but also they had candy and it was a library. Mm-hmm. And the butcher was also the barber. Yeah. That's what the Best Buy is now. It's just your one-stop shop for getting the news, finding out what's going on, checking up on the latest details, getting your iPhone screen fixed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we have some very good friends who work and live there. So let's run down them. Uh, Darby. Yep. Shout out Darby. Shout out Darby. You know Darby. You know Darby. Uh, Darby was in your rooms earlier. Yeah. He was the one fiddling with your phones. And now you got this. You're welcome. You also may know his mother, Mamie Sullivan. She, well, she's... She's one of you lot. Shout out, Mamie. Shout out, Mamie. Sorry about Mr. Sullivan. Yeah. Um, and sorry you're in this place, obviously. Darby, great guy, always around for a Stands prank. too close. Yeah, very, way yep. too close. Very friendly guy, very easily brought along on pranks and escapades. Um, yep. Probably witnesses a lot of things that he should have told authorities about, but for that, whatever reason decided he not to. That's a big factor here. And that's Cousin Josh confirmed. Oh, and by the way, I'll just say Cousin Josh is um, is Ted's cousin. He's a lawyer. He's going to pass the bar any day. He says that we have given him some of his most, quote unquote, difficult test prep questions. So, yeah. So shout out Cousin Josh. Darby is a member of the, what we kind of call the car park crowd, which is those of us who have been banned from the Best Buy. Yes. Not our fault. It's not our fault. Darby was banned because I think he was standing too close to people and he was just kind of creeping people out. And there was also the rumble in the Best Buy. Right. So a couple of months ago, Ted and I were involved in a giant battle at the Best Buy. Yeah. We had nothing to do with starting it. That was all on another person on our enemies list called Drag Race. Race. Drag Race's fault. And if you want to listen to Battle of the Best Buy, if you want to go back, if you have, you know, you think the time left and want to spend a couple days trying to find it, that would be episode number 24. Yeah. That is the official account. Any other accounts you might have heard from any of the other sons or or daughters uh, who visit the nursing home, that's wrong. Uh, It's also a great listen because you get to hear a lot of the heroics that went into our resounding victory over them yeah look you've all fought in wars you probably yeah. fought in world war one or civil war or something you and you know how it is when you're out there in the field things just go a little crazy yeah you know and if you see the kaiser you're going to take your shot yeah in a way we popped over the trench and we saw a kaiser in our in our sights right down our irons his name is randy yes Shout out Randy. The dog man. Woof woof. Uh, waggy a little tail. Randy is uh, one of, he used to, well, uh, this is, this is really tragic. He used to be one of our best friends. Best yeah, friends of he, all time. Um, um, he was an absolute fantastic guy. Uh, works at the Best Buy. He's on the Geek Squad. So I think that tells you a lot about what kind of a guy he is. Yeah. Look, top 10 tech mind. He's absolutely a genius. And that's what makes it really sad. Yes, it is. Because right after we started, and it's important that even though he said he was planning it for ages, right after we started our podcast, which you are listening to now, Randy, also like the DOG he is, woofed and started his own. You might even know, unfortunately, if you read the New York Times, or I think there was actually a write-up on any it. Any list in, of in, uh, top podcasts. London Review of Books, yeah. He has a podcast called Memoirs of a Geeka. 
Mm -hmm. I don't get it. That was like kind of the final betrayal, but actually things with Randy did start earlier than that because he always just had a, a way about him. You know, like we would go into the Best Buy with very reasonable questions like, please let us into the loading dock. Can I borrow a Beats by Dre headphones, not buy, but borrow just to try them out for a week? My Dyson stick vacuum broke and I need another one. And no, I can't bring the other one in for an exchange. I just want another one for free. Why don't you just trust me? We're friends. Can I verify that this smart washing machine works by bringing in a load? Can we sleep here? Yeah. And Randy just time and time again always said, no, I can't let Actually. you do that. I could lose my job. Um, how many iPads have you broken this month? That's so far over appropriate. You're in Timbuktu, good fella. I hate to say it, but if you keep acting this way, I'm going to have to stop telling you when my shift ends. Yeah. And when someone says no to you, it's really not about what they say. It's about how they say it. And there's yeah. just a tone. It might be a, a brown note of frequency in his voice that grates into the brain. He also has some issue with his leg. We don't quite know what's going on. There was a GoFundMe. He raised like $65,000. I saw him the other day from my car into his house. He was in there and it looked like he still had his leg on. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I have a little uh, betting pool with Grady. I'm betting that his leg's going to actually come off. I mean, it'd be nice for him to just Esther get off the pee, honestly, you know, yeah, like seriously. just do something. Yeah, at this point, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm just going to say it. His haircut, it's inappropriate. Yeah, it's not fitting for an employee of the Best Buy. I'm sure that whatever clubs he's going to with all the money he's made from his leg GoFundMe and world-famous podcast, whatever, they love haircuts like that. But when you are coming to work at the Geek Squad, people respect a certain degree of uh, professionalism and they expect people to dress their age. Exactly. And I, I believe that when Randy does go to these nefarious clubs, you know, other people with equally atrocious haircuts would sort of give him a nod and in that there'd be this cabal of degeneracy i guess yeah and i hate to make assumptions about places like that i've never been i've never been invited i'd love to go and find out for myself yep. if you want i mean like i would go, go and give us just, an I, give us an invite and then we can don't have to pass these sort of you know knee-jerk judgments but right. until then what we can will. we say yep. Uh, yeah, so Randy, is a, we used to be a friend. He's a huge trader. We refer to him as the dog, the pound puppy. Leader of the dog squad. Unchien and uh, Pooh, as in number two. Werewolf in Best Buy. That was actually really funny last Halloween when we had that chant going, and he was like, stop, stop. I'm getting my performance review right now. You're making me look terrible. Randy and the Tramp. Randy and the Tramp, and in that case, the Tramp would be Marvin. Yes, so that brings us to... Marvin is sort of Randy's right-hand man. Yeah. Basically just a dad. I mean, he's... I've never seen his kids. He doesn't act like a dad. I don't know. He has a, a daughter who got married for sure because he's always talking about trying to get his daughter's wedding <sighs> playlist Stupid working wedding on his phone. Playlist. Yeah. So Marvin, all you really need to know about Marvin is he is obsessed with getting the Spotify app to download on his phone. Yeah. And he's constantly bothering us about it. And the funny part is we know how to download it, but we just never have time to tell him. Oh, we definitely know how to do it. I know how to do it. We've done it before. It's downloading. Honestly, it's downloading, it's downloading right, right now. Right now, it's still downloading. Yeah. yeah. Then there's Grady. Grady is sort of the other guy on our side. Well, he used to be on our side. I mean, he's not on anyone's side anymore. No, he's more of a, a black sheep, uh, wild card, loose goose. He is, in his own way, an imagineer, but more like a nightmare in here. He's like something out of French for Hitchcock. Grady is another dad who got kicked out of the Best Buy. Uh, he was kicked out before the battle because he had been trying to wash his clothes in there. Yeah. He lives in the Best Buy parking lot in his sort of modified RV. It, I could only describe it as a um, sort of a liminal space. 
There yeah. is sort of no direction when you go in there, no up or down. There's no right or wrong. There are windows that have light coming in, but you know that the wall is facing inward into the RV. And so it's like, how? it doesn't make any sense. No, there's a very mesmerizing geometric pattern on the floor. Yep, and a lot of barbecue stains. Yeah, and a sort of very dark red curtain everywhere. And, and I don't know about you, but just I just feel like I lose time in there, or even time doesn't make any yep. sense, or... Things nope, don't nope. adhere to... It's an interesting vibe. I'll give it that. It's got an interesting yeah, feng Yeah, I'll shui. give it that. I feel like when I'm in there, I can hear my heartbeat in my ears just constantly. Yes, and Grady, great guy. It's written a beautiful, great guy, wonderful maniac. book that uh, I can't stop thinking about. I mean, in this sort of haunted space, he has created a book. And I, I just want to say right now to the orderlies in the home, if anyone brings this book into this nursing home, Shut the place down. Absolutely. Lock it down, throw away the key, put boards over the windows. Whoever gets out, gets out, but leave whoever's on the inside on the inside. Burn the place down. Yeah. It's a vile text that once you read, you can't get out of your head. Trust me. You really can't yeah, stop thinking about it. Basically, the premise of the Grady Nomicon is that magic is real and using certain Best Buy products and Best Buy adjacent individuals, spells can be cast that can summon sun-like demons and also maybe speed up the charging on your iPhone. Yeah, I mean, it's a guide to the technologically eldritch and arcane in which deep truths are woven in with startling conspiracies that involve people that we know because it was written very close to home in our particular Best Buy. Yeah. It seeks to answer the questions that haunt all dads, like, mm-hmm. why won't my phone turn on? Why does my phone charge only last for a couple hours, even though I just bought this phone a month ago? Why do I have to log into Apple TV every time I want to purchase a movie? Yeah, in what realm does the great and powerful Nostab sleep? And what the Great Nomicon proposes is that those sort of questions could be solved by, you know, spells and sacrifices. It posits things like if you sacrificed Marvin, for example, Mm. over the top of uh, Jonas Brothers box set, you could, in exchange for that blood sacrifice, get unlimited downloads, no lag. But obviously at what price, right? What what price to your soul? Marvin's. Marvin. Marvin. Well, Marvin. And what, well, that's yeah. the price, yeah. Marvin would die, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which, again... It, we don't condone I, that. I don't, I don't even think, think about, about it. it. I don't even... I, 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 right. I do I think about it, but I okay. don't even... I, I do. I don't... I, yeah. don't oh, I mean, I think about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the Best Buy crew. I think that's pretty much everyone there. Before we get on to the last few people you should know, Ted, why don't we do a little um, hot and not for the folks? All righty. Let's talk about what's hot and what's not in the world of tech. This week, I've been spending a lot of time internet shopping. Oh, fantastic. For you guys, it's a bit like walking a mile to go to the traveling salesman who pulls up to that that intersection. He's got one pan and you're going to buy it. It'll be the pan you're going to use for the next 50 years of your life. Yes. So I've been spending a lot of time on the internet trying to find custom underwear for dads. Wow. See, now this is a problem I've had before because I feel like I don't go a week without having an underwear blowout. Yeah. They don't make them the way I need them to make. They don't make them hardy enough. They don't make them uh, with enough structural integrity. And so I've been spending a lot of time on forums uh, trying to find a very impressive pair of underwear. And I think I've found it. Wait, have you been on Big Boy Britches? Yeah, I've been on BigBoyBritches.com. I just want to say for the olds, forums are somewhere that dads love to spend time when they're allowed on them. And a forum is kind of like when you would go into the town telephone pole, the one pole in town, and people would post up on the board, like, looking for one sheep. Yeah. You know, no questions asked. The forum is like that, except uh, then people post other notices 
notices underneath it on the telephone pole that are like, UPOS, this isn't a sheep forum. Get the F off here. And then someone else is just like, we've already answered this question in another thread. I'm calling the police. Yeah. And then they, they run you out of town. Yes. With pitchforks and angry frogs. Yeah. So what have you found out? Well, before I got kicked out for posting too much stuff that was unrelated, I, I, you know, I just get in there. I see a community and I'm like, have you heard about Elon? Do you want to check out this new thing? Have you heard about the podcast? Yeah, listen to our podcast. Give me your bank information, etc. But before that, I did actually manage to be able to glean a great source for new, very structurally intact underwear from the small nation of Belarus. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah, they make them tough there. I can almost barely not move because they are made of canvas. But I can guarantee you when I do my tactical rolls or I'm running through the woods to get away, ain't nothing getting through them. Do they come with the holes cut or do you have to cut the holes? Uh, I did have to unthread the holes so I could put my legs through. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. Well, that is extremely hot and I'm happy to hear about that. And Honestly, if I can get an advance on my allowance from Dennis, is it, what's the name of the site? It's a Belarus site? It's www.papashtani. Got it. Oh, wow. They right away, there's a place you can put your bank account information in. That's amazing. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and put that in. Why don't you tell us what your not is for this week? All right. Not hot is going to- Put in Dennis's bank information. Apple has- done the unthinkable did they call you back no they didn't call me back what they oh, have okay. done is they've been pressured to lower their app store prices from 30 oh. percent cut of all revenue from apps to 15 percent for apps that make under a million dollars i hate that i hate that i, I hate, hate it that. too I, okay i hate it too how are they going to make any money they're going to have to raise the price of the iPhones. This is all going to flow onto the consumer. $2 trillion company, flush down the toilet. They'll Go be lucky on. if they make $1 trillion. Yeah. For those of you at the home, this is like when you find out that the guy who came to town and wowed you all with his public speaking and then you made him the mayor, you find out that he's actually a con man who's been chased from town to town. Yeah. Well, I have some good news. Okay, great. Let's hear your news. Apple has recently announced at the WWDC that they're going to put out a dumb chip and their new computers are going to have a chip in it. Boo, and Ted boring. and I watched that event. Stupid, boring, who cares? Well, I just found out today I was on Mac Rumors uh, for five hours. I mean, this is sounds crazy to say it, but um, they ran a test with this new chip. The new chip opens all the apps. Wait. All of them? Oh, well, all the default apps that it comes with. No, I don't believe Not it. Not once. I don't believe it. That's It's a lie. News. Apple's getting desperate. Yeah. Tim Cook has probably sold off most of the will. And real. he's like, I need to make up something. I know I'll come up with a crazy claim. Like, guess what else the chip can do? Your contacts are all synced on all your devices. Yeah, the chip <laughs> you know? can make your laptop into Siri and she'll date you and she doesn't wear any clothes. Yeah. So that's false. Uh, hashtag false. False yeah, news. Wrong. Don't don't buy it. Let's move on to our next circle of people you should know. Uh, people in our lives who they're there for us sometimes because we pay them to. Other times they take advantage of us and try to kill us. Let's talk a bit about a very cool guy, friend and enemy alike. Gareth. Gareth Fontaine. Gareth Fontaine. Great guy. He has a uh, Beautiful gray dreadlocks, but he's white. Very white. Yes. He has an eyebrow ring and he plays in a reggae band. They're very cool. I don't know if you folks have ever heard reggae. It's kind of like Rudy Valley, I guess. Yeah. We met Gareth because he worked at a coffee shop that we used to go to. We, uh, we've we been banned from there at the moment, but it was called The Percolator. And we met Gareth because he helped us a couple months ago. We were actually kind of got in at the ground floor of like an amazing project to save tech journalism. Yes. Gareth is a uh, 
Bitcoin expert. And now, for you old folks who don't understand what Bitcoin is... Oh, boy! Oh, boy! Okay. Well, how do I describe it? Okay. It's a bit like you go to the store in the town, yes. you walk for three days to get to the big town, and you walk into a store and you say, here's my one nickel... And they say, yeah, um, yeah. actually, in this store, we only accept pies. You're going to have to go to the pie mm. man. But you get to the pie man shop. There's a sign on the door. It says there's a great beast coming to town. Yeah. See the Phantom of Manchuria. It's coming in on the train. I think you see where this is going, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's Bitcoin. And Bitcoin runs on something called the blockchain. Now, here's what the blockchain is like. It's a lot like how they made Mickey Mouse. You get lots and lots right. and lots of tiny pictures of Mickey Mouse and you change each one a little bit until he bobs up and down and, Does his little and dance, puts his hands down his, his pants. And that feeling that you had when you first saw Mickey Mouse when you were a little child and your father, who you later found out was actually your uncle, took you into the local Nickelodeon and you paid a year's salary to look into a little hole in a barrel and saw the Mickey Mouse cartoon... That's how we felt when Gareth told us about this amazing project called MyCryptoBuddy.nz. So we obviously gave him all of our money and he uh, took off for Thailand. And even worse than that, MyCryptoBuddy went from a groundbreaking new platform for tech journalism to a absolutely vile pit of obscenity. Yeah, look, now it's almost as if when you're looking into that barrel, you don't see Mickey Mouse anymore. You see a very small man doing... You know what to his privates. Yeah. You know, that's sort of what the website has become. That's very much the effect. Yeah, so Gareth betrayed us. He took all of our money. My crypto buddy fell apart. That wasn't really his fault. That was mainly because people don't care about supporting tech journalism. And they don't get it. And they don't get it because they're too stupid, even though we explain it constantly. So that could have been the end for Gareth. But Gareth also produced our song that we mentioned earlier, I Want to Meet yeah. Steve. That was a yeah. big mistake. I paid him $5,000 or maybe it was even ten to produce that. And there were a lot of caveats in addition to the payment, I had to promise to use his name on all the branding. Well, we submitted the song to someone called The CD Baby, and it said that I had to take Gareth's name off the song. So I did it because I wanted the song to get on Apple Music so I could look at it. And Gareth got really mad, and he spent a number of weeks trying to kill us. Yes, uh, via his uh, technique he learned in the French Foreign Legion of chowdering getting a, a chowder up to a scalding temperature and uh, hurling it at your Dumping mortal it on foe. You. Yeah. And I just want to say, you know, before Gareth turned on us, we had some wonderful times together. There was that day that he said he had a flight, and so he made us go out to the airport, but then when we got to the airport, we just had to sit and watch the planes take off while he cried. Yep, there was that time we went to a construction site and he got stuck in a pipe. It's like, boys, boys, you've got to get me out of this pipe. Oh, this is no way for me to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was the time when he took us out to that shop and, and he was like, boys, we're going to be wearing cake from now on. Everyone in Thailand wears capes. And then we got arrested. Yeah, because he was like, no one can see you when you're wearing a cape, boys. We'll simply waltz into the Best Buy and take what we like. Yeah. Not true, Gareth. They can yeah. see you. You know, I mean, shout out to Randy. He did that basically say his, his one of his many catchphrases, officer, let them go. They're not worth it. Yep. Uh, yeah, so great guy, Gareth. He did then try to kill us with his chowder, but... 
Um, if you go back and listen to the Battle of Helm's Dad, that's episode 37 or so, he almost got one over on us in the cabin battle, but he didn't end up getting defeated by Ted's son. Yes. His very cool powers of being white but having dreadlocks were actually not enough in the face of a very angry son who'd had his Minecraft server interrupted. So yeah, that's Gareth. Another good friend, I would say definitely more on the friend side of things, partially because we pay him to be, is our good friend Tom DeLatom. He is a uh, private investigator a a private dick that we hired to find our Patreon URL. He's sort of, uh, he fits in a mold that you guys might understand. Yes, you would know him. He is cut from a very classic cloth. I mean, kind of like a stinky gin-soaked cloth. He is a classic private detective, uh, like something out of a Dachshund Hammett book. Sort of a Humpty Bogart character who constantly sort of falls and rolls very majestically down soft hills. And I want to add, you know, for longtime listeners in the future, we've referred to Tom DeLatom having a real knack for rolling. And I think some of you might have gotten the impression that he was a a large man. I want to correct that because he's painfully thin. When he rolls, his whole thin body sort of spins. Yeah, it's almost like he makes a perfect circle with the negative space. Those of you listening at Grey Shades will remember the classic film Balloon Land or The Pincushion Man. The Pincushion Man, he does roll sometimes, and that's very much what Tom DeLatom does. Yeah. You know, he has a tendency to fall, he has a tendency to roll, he has a tendency to let down his family, and he's a grade A private detective. We hired him to find our Patreon URL, and it only cost us 3500 bucks, and he did find it, and the Patreon is up and going, and it is Patreon dot com slash tech talk pod yes that's www as in whale 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 dot dot patreon easy to spell dot com slash tech talk pod and now personally i think it would be great if all of you were signed up for the patreon and i've encouraged darby to do that but you know he says getting them to listen to a podcast is one thing blah 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 blah. we can work on that we can work on that but here's the thing that i am curious about ted if it's technically the old people's finger that pushes the subscribe button it counts it definitely counts somebody lifts their hands click not fraud. Not fraud. I don't it see counts. how that's fraud. Yeah. So Tom Dillatom. Wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. He's actually up in the Pacific Northwest right now. I got a, a couple of voicemails from him, which besides the normal burping, I gathered that he had been called up to some mystery up in uh, Washington or Idaho or somewhere. I guess there was a, it's a small town, very small town, really an idyllic little place. It seems like every town in USA where there's no problems, except one day local fellow goes down to go fishing and he finds washed up on the beach beautiful iMac it had been Cade right and mm. uh, they called in Tom I guess to sort of try to find out solve who could have done this yeah he's the right man for the job yeah I know you guys will be interested so we'll try to keep you abreast of, of the developments yeah uh, with Tom and his investigation up there in Washington yep, I think State. so it's little town name of two pines yeah real pos place as far as i know they don't have a best buy yeah. or anything oh they're good coffee and pie yeah well he says there's this amazing diner where you can go and just charge your phone all day yeah right okay we only have a few more people we should talk about but before we get to them i kind of think we need to um do a little uh, wake everyone up oh, 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 wake up wake up wake, wake up, up wake up oh no beep, it's beep. the atom bomb is falling ah, ah. not really folks there's n- nothing yeah. to worry about there's no. no more nuclear weapons they're all gone now yeah everyone's our ally now and they're happy about it the wars are all over you all did good work you solved the problems yeah the league of nations what can i say Huge yeah the success. Versailles treaty it, it all, all worked it all worked out yeah for that we thank you you know you haven't done much since then but you did a good job and peace on earth well done 
Peace accomplished. Yeah. Uh, let's take a little break now from the updates. I want to do, you know, this is the 40th episode, which is a huge deal for us. We always celebrate our 10s, 10, 20, 30, and now 40. And something we usually do is questions and answers. So I asked Darby to get a few questions when he signed you all up for the podcast. And so we're going to read a few of those now and try to answer them. Great. Okay. Uh, first question here comes from Helen Merriweather. It says, who are you? Are you my son? Um, uh, no. Hello, Helen. No, we're not your son. We are Tim and Ted, two tech reporters. You, sh- you should have been listening. We covered yeah, this we, already. We did cover this earlier on. Um, so yeah. if an orderly could just replay, just go replay the episode for her tonight. Yep. Just lock the door and put yep. it on in there. I don't know who your son is, Helen, but I'm sure he's a very good, very put upon father. Yes. Okay, I've got one here. This was written by Jed Jebley. Shout out, Jed. Hey, Jed. Hey. Hey, listen up, Jed. Here's your question. It says, do you know the submarine man? Okay. I mean, it must be a man on the TV or... Yeah, I, I, I'm going to just say, um, yes, we do. And he told us that you should subscribe to the Tech Talk Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash techtalkpod. Yep. And he said he'd be very upset with you if you didn't do it. He did. He said he'd sink your your boot, your dust boot, bottom yep. of the Adriatic. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jed. Thanks, um, Jed. All right. I have one more here. This one is from Walt. This one is from Walt. Hi, Walt. Hey, Walt. Walt said, hello, the new Firefox update allows you the option to do HTTPS everywhere. I'm wondering if that will break some of my favorite websites, and if so, if I should wait. Okay. Um, All right. Well, Walt, you're yeah. not making any sense. No. I think Walt is probably copying some words there. So, Walt, um, you're doing a really good job. Sounds like tech to me. I think we should make sure that your um, captors at the home give you extra pudding tonight. Yes. You've earned that, Walt. Just relax and don't feel bad. I didn't think Walt should listen to the show anymore. It's giving him some ideas. All right. Thank you so much. Um, yes. A bunch of your other questions just were really, really, really boring. So we're not going to answer any of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to keeping people updated here because I think Darby did say they do have a three o'clock bedtime. So, all right, the next circle of people, we're getting to the end here, is our beloved family. I'm talking about Cousin Marianne. I'm talking about Auntie Maveen. I'm talking about Uncle Rodney. And we've already talked about Cousin Josh, but, you know, shout out Cousin Josh also. Yes. Cousin Marianne, my cousin, she's really, really great. She's one of the few people in my family who hasn't abandoned me. She is a business professional and also a professional clown. Yes, she blends the world of marketing and soft and gentle goofs into one incredible package, I have to say. You know, she's a wonderful person. You can let her know I said that. Yeah, she and Ted have a little, I mean, you know, I mean, no, not, like, no, I mean, yeah, I, like, I just, I mutual and, respect. Know, yeah, exactly. If you pay $500 for her Zoom consulting package, there's really nothing like it because she'll have her clown makeup on and the clown outfit and her big horn, but then she'll also be saying things like, you have absolutely no listener base, and going at the current rate, you'll be out of money in a week. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. 
changed my life. I mean, changed my life, honestly. She um, opened us both up to life. clowning in a big way, in a big way. We now clown constantly, and I know that while coincidentally things in our lives have devolved since we started clowning, I also know that that has nothing to do with it. No, and if we had known this earlier, I just kick myself. You know, if we had oh, known I know. I know. the practices of clowning earlier, you know, you wouldn't be in the position you are. You'd still be I wouldn't be divorced. I wouldn't yeah. be divorced, no. that's for sure. Because I've said this before, and you old folks will get this. How do you divorce a clown? You don't. Tell me that. Yeah. It's like, you know, if I, at the Robert Frost house, I would have crashed a small little car. It would have barely dented the Robert Frost house. And then, you know, me and 18 of my friends would have hopped out. Yeah. Grace would have laughed and laughed. She would have been like, this Robert Frost house is S. Who gives an S? I want to be interested in tech. Yeah. If you had had clowning earlier, I just imagine you on the boat with your dad, and he tries to throw you in, and you're just like, I don't think so, yeah, and I need him in the head with a big mallet. Yeah, like, yeah, wood. yeah. So, I wish we had clowning earlier in our lives, but look, tech is about looking forward, not back. I mean, imagine if every time a Tesla crashed and caved some people, Elon had to be like, oh, new, no, back to the drawing board, got to make a better car. Like, nope, you just move forward. Yep, exactly. You, you just, you're not going to please 100 people 100% of the time. You're not going to not kill 100% of the people 100% of the time. It's just going to happen. And they don't blow up. Electric cars don't blow up. That's the FDA. They put bombs in there. Yeah, the Food and D*** Administration puts bombs in there, almost certainly to protect the interests of Bill Gates somehow. And if you told me, Tech Tim, you're going to die in a Tesla crash, I would sleep a lot easier, honestly, because yeah. it's that's better than almost anything I can think of right now that seems likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's Cousin Marianne. And then I guess, Ted, to move to your side of the family, um, huge benefactor of the show, Uncle Rodney. Shout out Uncle Rodney, Uncle Rodney's roofing business. Yes, that is uh, Uncle Rodney Steiner. He is a uh, big purple man in suspenders. Purple in the face because he yells Purple because he doesn't breathe lot. very well. No. He breathes out a lot more than he breathes in. He's very wide. He's got a big, wide, powerful head. Yeah, he's got kind of a Popeye look. Like, he has two eyes, but one of them's always squinched really sh tight. You know, I always liked Uncle Rodney because he was he was sort of one of the only people in my life able to give my father Gerald a hard time. Yeah. It was always bopping him on the head. You know, it's like Godzilla versus King Kong. It's like Mongoose. you just kind of want them both to die. Yeah. yeah. So Uncle Rodney's been very good to the show. He's given us advertising money to keep the show afloat. In exchange, we do ads for him. Recently, he's been less happy with us just because we did kind of take his money last time and... Um, we kind of we spent it all really really fast. Very I remember quickly. Like, yeah, this should last you six months, and we were like, you know, it was gone in three weeks, I think. Yeah, we. I didn't think he understood the sort of hole that he was pouring it into, given the sort of like obligations we have to our monthly subscriptions and to our yep. images of fatherly power. And I just want to say right now, first of all, we would love more money. Anytime he wants to sponsor this we show, we'd love there. more we'd money. we do anything for I'll, it. I'll say it right now, Uncle Rodney's roofing business, phenomenal business. If you need your roof done, he'll do it. Uh, he only does it on houses built before 1950. Also, if you have any pest problems, he does kill, uh, and I'm reading from his business card here, kills a variety of small creatures and... It says people, which I think is a typo. No, yeah. That sort of dovetails into we do we definitely recommend that unless you're from certain Irish counties. Yeah, okay. So you should actually go back and listen to our thirtieth episode, Spectaculare. We talk all about Uncle Rodney. We run through a lot of the important uh, deals that he has to offer and also his threats against uh, different people and regional groups. Yes, although there is caveat because if you are from the right regional group in Ireland, you get a free roof. 
Yeah, I mean, it cuts both ways. It He's a very even-handed ways. man. And he cuts both ways with that big machete he uses, too. Yes, it's, well, it's double-sided. When he's out cutting up his laundry. Mm-hmm. So that's Uncle Rodney. And then that brings us to, of course, Uncle Rodney's former wife, Auntie Maveen. Yep. What can we say about Auntie Maveen? She's the worst. She's bad. Hater. Uh, awful. Hater. She's really into health. She's really into garbanzo beans. Garmonboja beans. If I ever fell over at her house, she'd always try to put these tinctures and ointments on me. Yeah. And worst of all, she doesn't have any technology in her house. And she believes that 5G is going to rot her brain. So she lives in a Callaway cage. Yeah, well, it would almost be better if she had no technology because what is worse than no technology is what she does have, which is the one old TV with a VCR with three VHSs. Yeah, nobody wants to watch Porgy and Bess that many times. And honestly, the first time you watch Touched by an Angel is not very good. But the fifth time watching that GD cassette... Yeah. That Thanksgiving where I was there and you and I just watched it because it was like either that or talk to your dad. It was, yeah, was, it was a bad time. Yeah. And then there's the other VHS that's just like a seminar she went to. You didn't see the very end, did you? The home there's video. A home video that was recorded on top of it. And I'll never get those images out of my head. No. Auntie Maveen has no. a cabin she goes to with a bunch of other friends. I don't do that with my friends. And the worst part of Auntie Maveen, in addition to everything about her, is the fact that she's a baby boomer. The greatest generation. Some of us wish we were baby boomers and would honestly do any spell to become a baby boomer. Shout out, Grady. She is one and she wastes it. You're like, what was it like getting to see Rush in concert? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I didn't really go to that many concerts back then, except somehow I saw Dan Fogelberg 18 times. Yeah. And you're just like, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's ass. Um, no offense, Ted. None taken. And lately, you've been getting her emails. I've yeah. been getting them. I don't know how to unsubscribe. She's incredibly worked up about someone named Josh Biden. Yes, she she loves someone called Josh Biden. I mean, I see where you get your poetry knack from, right. I guess. Those poems she wrote about Josh Biden are... They're very explicit. You know, I, d- I definitely think whoever yeah. this Josh Biden is, maybe he was one of the people in that home video excerpt. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't think it was the guy who comes in with the mask? Well, I have no idea. It could be, or it, or it could be the woman sort of wrapped in muslin with the cat's uh, head. I'll watch it later. I made a copy just because I hate it so much. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, th- that's kind of our close family. And then, oh my gosh, uh, we forgot, obviously, two of, two of the more important people in our lives, Oleg and Tibor. Oh, wonderful guys. Croatia's finest. A couple months ago, Tech Talk was struggling, as we sometimes do. And this is around the time that Josh Rogan got bought out by Spotify for $100 million. Shout out Josh Rogan, friend of Elon, friend of ours. And coincidentally, at the same time, we got offered our own exclusive contract, not with Spotify, but with the Croatian podcasting network known as Podstore. We did not get $100 million. Our signing bonus was we each got a fish. Yep. And we had to pay them $500. Yes. Um, But in return, we are also contractually obliged to recap episodes from a Croatian TV show called Two Men in the House of Shame. Yes, it is a Croatian sensation. It's not quite big in the US just yet because I think it's not available to stream anywhere. I mean, we just get DVDs in the mail. Also, I just think that, you know, there are different cultural norms at play. I think that a lot of the stuff in Two Men in the House of Shame is the kind of stuff that would mainly be shown in courtrooms. Yes, or art house theaters. Speaking of, actually, we should really quickly recap the most recent episode they sent us, uh, season three, episode 18. Uh, This is going to be a really quick recap because that episode was just 
video of my house. Uh, well, Dennis's house, where I'm staying right now. Yeah. Just a shaky video of the house indicating that they know where I live. And there was some very heavy breathing. And it was about an hour and a half long. I found the footage really interesting, very mm -hmm. uh, emotional. Mm -hmm. I could tell the person breathing was having a lot of feelings as they were sort of yes. shakily filming your house. Well, and reaching with one hand into a bag of something that they were eating, which sounded like they were just eating whole uncracked nuts. I think that sound design was really well done. And I love yeah. the inclusion of the sort of jaunty song. Yeah, he had the boombox in the about, car with him. I'll say this about Two Men in the House of Shame, you know, from all the like weird twisted imagery we get, the song is really good. I mean, it's really oh, happy, the, the, it's the bouncy. Theme song? Yeah. Nara, 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 shum, selo, nara, 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 shum, say. It's really good. Yeah, so shout out Oleg and Tibor. Uh, five out of five stars. Great episode. I felt watched and I felt in danger. Yeah. I guess in future episodes, I'm interested to see whether they come get me in the house. Yeah, I'm interested to see if there'll be one of the Prius as well. It's nice to know that someone's watching you, whatever their intent. Yes. It would be nice to just know that anyone cares. You all get you that. Get, you guys get that. All right, let's do one last segment here before we go. This is a new segment, actually, because we are moving into Tech Talk's wonderful 40s, and I want to try something new and exciting. It's like when you try hot sauce for the first time last year. I'm calling this section Our Unpopular Opinions. Ooh, very cool. This is getting a little spicy. Spicy, like a little. Like the hot sauce that I threw up. Bit of a peri-peri chicken pizza coming in to be delivered. We usually try to keep ourselves professional and positive, but... Sometimes you just got to vent. I'm very excited about this, and I'm excited to get the spice out. I'm excited to get a big saucy red mess all over um, culture. Tech Tim, do you want to give us a little taste of the heat? All right, here you go, my unpopular opinion. I don't think ballpark organs sound good. Yep. They always sound quite chaotic, and there's no real subtlety to the notes because they're all playing at the same volume at all times. So even when a very skilled person is playing, it just kind of sounds like a mess. And hey, hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yep. Ted, take it away. What's your too hot to handle unpopular opinion? You ready for it? Bow, 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 bow. All skateboards should be banned. Bow, 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 bow. I don't yeah. think I need to explain that. No. Rounded up and melted down and turned into plowshares. Yep. I got one more for you. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Lay it on me. I think that we should finally get together and sort out what to do with all the whales, because we got to do something, and we can't just keep kicking the can down the road. And if we're going to eat them, we should eat them! I think we should reopen Alcatraz, but for Microsoft employees. I think that if someone doesn't want you to paint their car into a Geek Squad car, they should say so, and not just assume that you wouldn't want that, because it, she, wasn't even, she didn't even use it that much. I believe that it's a shame that all soft drinks don't have a little thing written on the cap that's like a pep talk to the fathers who have just drunk them. Like, you're doing a good job. They'll respect you one day. Like, maybe the cap would be like one token of permission to use your iPad at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. And you'd be able to show it to your family and that you'd be like, that's yeah. it. I believe that if dads need to go to therapy so bad, they should put the therapist in the Best Buy. I believe that no son should be allowed to play with slot car sets. I believe that should be strictly fathers only. I believe that you should just be get VR goggles when you're born and get to choose your life. Just live the life you want, no matter what. And you mm -hmm. can be anyone you want if you can fly. I believe that light bulbs have little bright men in them. I believe that there aren't actually any countries besides America, that they've all been destroyed in a war or they never existed and it's all created to make us do stuff. I believe there's 
a little man looking at me through the grate uh, in the Prius, the little air vent. It's the world back there. I'm not invited. I believe that Plato's cave story is true, except with iPads. I believe that when the apple fell on Aristotle's head, the actual thought, instead of like, oh, I know what electricity is now, instead he went, it's all a lie. And that's why they gave him that mandrake poison to drink. Yeah. I believe that language is not the limits of our world, because what about numbers? I believe that inside batteries are actually crystals. Mm, I believe that one too. I believe that... There's a lot of things that people want to say, but they just don't know how to say them. And at a certain point, the fear of saying them is worse than the fear of even death. I believe that there is a beautiful and powerful, unspeakable human goodness underlying all acts of creativity. I believe that there's only really one kind of dog. They just, they all look kind of different. I believe that there are no shoe sizes, that it's absolutely arbitrary. If you put on anyone else's shoe, it would fit. People just don't do it because we're so well healed. I believe that I've never really seen myself and that everything I've ever seen in a mirror is a distortion. I believe that there's a world in the attic that I'm not allowed into. I believe that the view of the little alien inside the old man's head from Men in Black is the closest thing we will ever get to what the soul is like. I believe there is a pit of endless darkness behind the back of my head under the pillow when I sleep at night. And that's where I throw away all the bad and mean things people said to me. I believe that all of this has just been a big joke. Lie. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Great segment. That's a great segment that I'm hoping to do more of. Yeah. And that's it for the show, actually. I need to go and call Dr. I need to call Dr. Schroeder. I need to call Dr. Schroeder. I need to call Dr. Schroeder. Yes. All right, folks. Wow. This is, uh, I mean, look, I've never really sat down and looked at everything in my life before. And let me just say, I feel great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's cool to just see how much we've done, how much we've achieved, and to get you all up to speed. Let me just say it one more time. We have listeners! Yeah, wow. And thank you. Thank you from the bottoms of our hearts. I want to say to everyone listening and the families of everyone listening, if any of the inhabitants of Grey Shades peed uh, past during this podcast, I do apologize. But I also know there's no better way to go. Yeah, not our fault. We had nothing to do with it. No, 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 Uh, no. I want to thank the orderlies for keeping everyone under control. I want to thank the good folks at Gray Shades. Also, if there's anything we can do for you that you want to give us money for, like, you know, come in, fix. I know Darby supposedly does a pretty good job with tech support there, but I bet he doesn't because I think he's kind of S. Um, No offense, Darby. Shout out, Darby. Great guy. So if you want to hire some real tech dads, we would happily come in and and do some work. Yeah. Just maybe, like, doll everyone up a bit when we come in because I don't like thinking about, you know, death. Yep. But oh my gosh, no, Ted, we didn't talk about Tisha at Sky Mall. Oh, yeah. Um, no, let's not talk about Tisha. Oh, she's not. No, I just don't want aren't. to talk about it. Okay. All right. All right, Ted. Hey, I'll see you next week. We're going to be back with a straight up full tech show. You all folks listening, none of you are going to get it, but it's going to be educating. It'll sound really good. You'll enjoy hearing our voices. They'll lull over you, and you're going to love it. Ted, good luck in the Prius there, and I'll talk to you soon. Tech you later. Tech you later. Tech you later.